0: What's up, Tech fans? It's Cody and this is our episode of On the Fence. On this episode, we recap day one of the Conference USA Baseball Tournament, as well as previewing day two. Your Diamond Dogs set out this morning at 9 a.m. bright and early against the Charlotte 49ers in the first game of the Conference USA Baseball Tournament. The Dogs looking to avenge two losses to Charlotte in this opening matchup, and man, oh, man, Honey, grab the kids because the Bash boys are in Houston. You better duck and cover because the balls are flying out of here and we don't know where they're going to land. As the Dogs blasted five home runs throughout the game to beat the 49ers 13-8. Let's jump in and break down this game and just show exactly what happened, shall we? While everyone was still drinking their coffee and getting woke up for for today's game, Philip Matugia decided he wanted to blast one out to right center field just to show everybody it was his hometown and he was here to play. Walker Birdsfield came up right behind him and said, you know what, Phil, two can play this game, as he blasted one out to the the exact same spot for the Dogs to take an early 2-0 lead. In the bottom of the first, the 49ers came back with a two-run home run of their own to tie the game up, but Adarius Myers in the top of the second said, oh, no, 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 we want that lead, sir, as he skirts one past the foul pole in left field for a solo shot. And who else but the hot stick himself, Dalton Davis, to get a two-run bomb to left center field scoring Will Safford. In the process, in the bottom of the second, the 49ers continue to try and rally as they got an RBI single, which made the game 5-3 to Bulldogs. But in the fourth inning, here come the Dogs again, as Kyle single singled to center field scoring Logan McLeod. And who else but Dalton Davis again with another two-run bomb Scoring Hasler in the process. In the fourth inning, the 49ers tried to close the gap some more with a solo shot, making it 8 to 4. And then the fifth, scoring four runs to tie the game up at eight apiece. But here come the Dogs in the seventh, as Kyle Hasler blasted one to the second baseman, causing him to make an errant, uh, an errant throw to the shortstop, scoring Brody Drawson and Darius Myers for the Dogs to take a 10 8 lead. Will Safford then singled to right field and scored Logan McLeod. And then Philip Matulia came in and got a sack fly to score Kyle Hasler, making it 12-8 Bulldogs going into the 8th. Nothing going for either team in the 8th, but in the ninth, Ethan Bates came in and got a sack fly to right field to score Kyle Hasler again to make it a 13-8 ball game. That's where it ended. For the offensive side, let's go to the pitching side. The Bulldogs started left-handed pitching senior Jonathan Fincher, who went four innings, giving up 10 hits and seven runs, while also getting five strikeouts. Caden Copeland came in in relief and went one and two thirds with one hit, one earned run, two walks, and a strikeout. Reed Smith got the win, going a third of an inning and recording no stats. He just got the out. Landon Tompkins came in and gave two innings of solid relief with four hits and three strikeouts. And Ethan Bates came in and called ball game with one inning, one inning pitched, two walks, and one strikeout. On Charlotte's side of the ball. Their ace, Wyatt Hudpool, only went three innings with seven hits and seven earned runs and four strikeouts, which is very unusual for him as he led, led Cusa in strikeouts. Donye Evans came in after him and went one inning with two hits and one earned run. Miles Langhorn had pretty much the same stats except he only gave up two hits and no, no runs. A.J. Wilson got the loss in the game going one inning with one earned run, one walk, and two strikeouts. Evan Michelson came in after that, going no innings, giving up two hits, three runs, and that was after he got pulled. And then f- rounding it out for the 49ers, Clark Derriman came in with three innings, only giving up one hit, one run, and getting three strikeouts. Your dogs, extra base hit totals, Phillip Matulia had a double, Kyle Hazler had a double, and Will Saffer had a double. While hitting home runs, Dalton Davis had two, Philly had one, Big hell of Walker Birchfield had one as well, and so did Darius Myers. Shout out to Will Safford for, for being the highlight bat as he had two sacrifices and still managed to be 3-for-3 three three on the night. Ethan Bates and Phillip Matilda also had a, uh, sack flies. Dalton Davis also got beamed. wonder if that was intentional or not after he'd already hit two bombs. And Logan McLeod reached on a catcher's interference, which is not something you normally see in college baseball. But when it does happen, man, is it uh, costly. Bulldogs advance and will play Middle Tennessee State tomorrow at 1230 as the Blue Raiders beat UTSA 5-1 to one in another shocking back-to-back upset in the, in the conference tournament. Checking in on the tournament right now, the only game going on is Florida Atlantic and Western Kentucky in the final game of the night, and it's now tied 9-9. Nine to nine. Wow, I just turned this game back on. I thought it was over. Florida Atlantic had scored three in the top of the seventh to make it to make it 9-3 Owls, but the Hilltoppers had come back and scored 6 in the bottom of the 7th to tie it up at 9 apiece. The Owls had just gone to their bullpen and pulled out their closer, Robert Wigleneck, and man, the, Hill- the Hilltoppers unloaded the bases for a 3-run home run to right field to tie it up. This game made it interesting. Looking at the other games, as previously mentioned, the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee beat UTSA 5-1, to one. And then Dallas Baptist run ruled Rice 13 2. The Patriots won that game 13 2 in 7. Looking ahead into tomorrow, the 9 a.m. game tomorrow is the number two UTSA Roadrunners versus the number three Charlotte 49ers in an elimination game, followed by Louisiana Tech Bulldogs versus the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. Following that up will be the Rice Owls versus either the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers or the Florida Atlantic Owls, depending on who loses that game. And the nightcap of the night will be Dallas Baptist versus the winner of the Western Kentucky-Florida Atlantic game. Some very interesting games have already been played on day one. What could day two have in store? Looking ahead for the Bulldogs, we know that they beat the Blue Raiders 2-1 to in Murfreesboro this year, including a monstrous Friday night as they beat the Blue Raiders 18-8 and then lost on Saturday 12-8 to eight, and came back and won on Sunday 3-1. to one. I'm really hoping it's another slugfest tomorrow and the dogs come out with the hot bats like they did today because, man, oh, man, is it fun to, for the dogs to take a uh, page out of Sonny Cumby's air raid playbook and just air the balls out all over the yard and leave the ballpark. I'll be keeping up with the game tomorrow and keeping you all up to date with anything that happens throughout CUSA. I'll continue watching the FAU-Western Kentucky game as it goes into the top of the 8th with Nolan Shawnewell, the Owls uh, top hitter and Golden Spikes nominee, who just walked with no men on and no outs in the top of the eighth. As always, this is Cody. Make sure you're following me on Twitter and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. I really appreciate you guys supporting me as much as y'all do. And go dogs! How about them dogs, baby? (laughs)